MHJ belongs to everybody. Yeah. And I mean, like, we, we give out content and our partners run with it. And as you said, you know, like, we don't know what is, what is best in Kenya or what is best in Uganda or in, in um, Somalia, you know? We, we have no idea. We don't even know, like, what exactly the issues are there. So, like, the MHJ campaign is so broad that everybody interested in the broader issue of menstrual hygiene management can tap into it, whether you're working on providing women and girls with cheap products or affordable products, whether you're working on education, whether you're working on getting the government to invest more money. Last year, the topic was um, empowerment, and the hashtag was no more limits. You know, whatever you do, you can use it. So like the, the NGO that works on, you know, like providing women in access uh, in prisons with access to products, the hashtag fits for them just as for everybody. Exactly. So like it's, it's really like people on the ground, they know best what they want to focus on, what needs to be done in their countries. We just give them a set of materials that they can use to, to run with and we give them the umbrella. And that's also like very important, you know, because MHJ at the global level creates the relevance and because people know Guardian is going to write about it, it's going to be on CNN. If you are now a local NGO in Nepal, you know, you know, if you go to the government in September, they might not want to talk about menstrual hygiene management. But if you go there in, in March and say, hey, we're organizing a 28 May's International Menstrual Hygiene Day. Look, New York Times and Guardian and everybody's writing about it. And we're going to hold an event. What's the minister doing on that day? The minister is going to come because you have a carrot. That is, you will also get national media coverage on that day. And the minister will can look nice mm. if she or he comes and makes a statement and shows commitment. Or there might be a whip. You know, if they yeah. don't. So like it's it's what we do is like we create a platform, we create a spotlight. And our local partners use that spotlight to talk about their work and to get the government and get them to position themselves. For instance, last year, one of the, the, the nicest things that happened on MH Day was um, there's been an ongoing campaign on um, taxes on menstrual products in Tanzania. And the, the campaign used Menstrual Hygiene Day to really focus the campaign and put the government in the spot and really kind of like again like articulate the demand to to scrap the taxes the the value added tax and menstrual supplies on menstrual hygiene day a month later the finance minister declared in parliament that they're going to give it up no more taxes and menstrual supplies that's wonderful that, that's amazing and that's how you know like that's that's what it means like to create like an ecosystem a platform that everybody can use it. In every country, MHJ creates a spotlight on the issue and local partners decide for what they're gonna yeah. use it. How they, they know how best to try to use that spotlight to, exactly. to create to drive change on the ground. It grows organically. It grows organically. Yeah. Yeah. And we then we then amplify what people do. So we mm. we follow social media, we we collect event reports and by by then us being able to show like what all the partners on the ground did global MHD becomes more relevant because those are then the stories that, that we give to the global media mm. who then talk about like what the change that happens on a global level. Mm. There's really like a, 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 a beneficial circle, mm. you know, like there's vicious circles and there's kind of like positive circles where like global and local reinforce each other mm. to kind of like to, to continue to create more impact. Yeah. And I love this. That's I think that's why I'm also interested in starting a podcast regarding mm -hmm. like system thinking because mm -hmm. it's not about 
we like me solving the system yeah it's about you know us yeah. it's about we yeah it's about unlocking rather yeah. than yeah just going yeah. in there and like yeah. i'm gonna affect this yeah. Yeah. no it's not yeah. about that it's unlocking things totally and i think that's exactly what you guys are doing yeah. you're just opening up uh something so natural and so beautiful yeah. as the menstruation cycle and, and 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 giving ownership and awareness to everyone yeah you know yeah i, I mean like in a, in a sense we our, our goal really is to to empower partners mm. right to to make sure that because like there is fantastic organizations on the ground all around the world that know best what is needed to drive change on the ground and and to make sure that that we use our skills to to help them with the the issues that that they often are not so good at which is really for a lack of resources and for a lack of like in-house capacity and and also for a lack of like good agencies that that have the depth of knowledge that that we have on the issue because we do have people like Søren, Mark co-founder here mm -hmm. in-house who thinks about menstrual hygiene issues not like you know five days a year when we have a consultancy contract on that but every single day that he goes to work Mm -hmm. So our, our depth of expertise, you know, like the, the ideas that uh, a world-class agency might have like in week two is an idea that we probably have discarded four years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, but we also tried it, but, yeah. you know, it's just like we've tried so many things now and have done so many iterations that very confidently in terms of like we know what are the campaign materials that our partners use and, and that help the most. Because, you know, we talk with 500 partner organizations mm -hmm. and we see how they use it. We, we know in terms of like education content, you know, what, what are the cost drivers and what, what ca you can do to keep costs low and, and, and to keep it simple and make it scalable. And then also make it attractive for governments and other partners to take it on. So, I mean, like, it's been a long learning process and we've pivoted many times in the way. And I mean, like, there's many experiments that we've done yeah. that, you know, like, um, in retrospect, I have to say, like, oh, my God, how could we try that? But that's how you do it, right? Can I mean, you give us one example of how, how that could look like? <sighs> I mean, okay, I have to keep it neutral a little bit. But I mean, <laughs> like, I, I, I remember that, you know, like... Um, Back in, I think, like 2011, um, it was our very, very first, our very first kind of like attempt in, in digitalizing a game. Because, I mean, like we, we use a lot of like games and activities to, to not just like lecture boys and girls, but actually kind of like to get them active and to enable them to, to learn kind of like through activities. And... We back then in 2011, I think we 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 developed a a mobile phone-based um, sanitation um, game. And um, yeah, uh, that that was I mean like you know like we we thought it was a good idea back then, um, and we tried it, and you know like while doing that, we just realized that you know like we understand digital nowhere nearly well enough yeah. <laughs> to get something out here that makes any sense yeah. and yeah i mean like um we, we had to we, we we tried it and you know it was a complete fuck up uh, to, to, to to be honest <laughs> but you learn from that i mean like we're and, and actually to, to digital we're only coming back to that now because you know like it's just like such a such a difficult beast like to to you know like to to develop like really um compelling um 
tools that really resonate with um, um, developing country users' needs and aspirations. Yeah. Mm. What is it that is the best part about working with Wash United? Well, I think the, the best part by far is that when things work out, we do change the trajectory of the lives of boys and girls. And, and, and we see that. And I mean, like, I, I far too little get to go to the field. My, my colleagues always have the privilege to do that. Okay. But um, then when they go to the field and come back and, you know, like, um, share the stories of, like, what um, the effect of, of the trainings is on girls, like how, I mean, for instance, um, we, we did a bunch of evaluations last year and, and also, like, you know, like videos that um, interviews with girls that um, that followed them through uh, a menstrual hygiene training and and to see you know the change of of attitude to the issue from you know really shy to talk about it and you know and afterwards you you hear girls talk about like how you know like they're so surprised and so excited to learn that. I can dance when I'm on my period. Yeah. You know, like that whole bullshit about I'm not allowed to wear flowers in my hair. Yeah. Ah, forget about it. I just I just saw like part of a a, a, a new video that we did with Slum Soccer, one of our partners in India, where there's a scene of um, a girl that that is in in a wheelchair and um she her family was also thinking that um she you know like the periods were dirty and and she she shouldn't um go to school or to the temple when she's on her period and she participated in a training and she went home and told her mom that no that's not correct i learned today in school that um that this is not true um that we and we shouldn't we shouldn't um, accept these restrictions anymore and the the mom in the video is talking about like how she learned from her girl that that um that that was wrong and that she's not looking differently at it and um this is just this is massive i mean like this to me gives me um, goosebumps as you can see um i think that that is why you know like everybody comes to to work here to to have this opportunity to 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 really make make change um for 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 people and and this relates to our our work on menstrual hygiene management but it as just as well like relates to our work on like on like human rights um when you when you hear you know like the impact of of local government officials thinking differently about their responsibilities to their communities and and feeling you know accountability and responsibility for for providing services to all and, and starting to use tools that we develop together with our partners to really make progress on that. It, it's just like, um, yeah, it, it just, it's just very gratifying. Um, yeah. It's, it's wonderful to hear you. I, I, the listeners cannot see you, but I really mm. see a change in you when you're mm. talking about this. This mm. really means a lot to you. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. And it's a privilege yeah. to sit yeah. here and observe that. Yeah. I think it's absolutely amazing. And now to, to round up the interview, because I know mm. you have a lot of stuff mm. going on and you need, mm. to, you need to get into work. But I have uh, two final questions, and that mm -hmm. is, um, what's next for Wash United? Mm. So 
there's there's a there's a lot in the pipeline. I mean, like there's there's really for for menstrual hygiene day, um, for instance, what what we're what we're working on right now is to to turn menstrual hygiene day from like um, a, a once a year targeted campaign to an ongoing initiative, mm. where we combine menstrual hygiene day around twenty eight May with ongoing day-to-day -day communication and, and several thematic micro-campaigns around the year. Also, and that's a very critical element now, um, we, we want to turn it more into an accountability mechanism where we don't just raise awareness, but also we, we collect commitments to action because we've, we've seen that Menstrual Hygiene Day is a, is a prime opportunity to get partners to, to position themselves and that is something that we that we want to, um, yeah, accelerate over over the next years. Um, so so really being able, you know, like to get partners to say, hey, this is what we're doing in 2019 in terms of impact, and then being able to get back to them the next year. Hey, have you actually achieved that? And what is your higher goal for this year? You know, like to to get to get like a again like a beneficial circle where where everybody you know like commits to more um, each year. Um, in, in terms of MHM education, um, yeah, there, there's two, two big things here. One is really the idea of you know, turning it into a social franchise where, where we empower local partners um, to, to operate um, almost independently, to build their own partnerships, um, and, and also to, to actually use our products for their fundraising. Um, and then the second thing to, to develop sustainable business models around um, menstrual hygiene management education. Because as I said, like right now, it's for, for my taste too much grant driven. Yes, you know, like some of our work on, on MH Day, we have corporate partnerships mm -hmm. where we kind of like also like receive like sponsoring sponsorship money. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is like, it's not like donation driven. Um, but for for the education piece, we haven't managed to crack that yet, mm. and 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 still need actually a bit more bit more more thinking to do. Mm. And I mean, like it's a, it's a lot of like development that that needs to be done there. And uh, yeah, it's that that is also again like is something that is difficult um, to to actually fund. And in that regard, um, we're, we we're very thankful to to some of our actually corporate partners. Um, who've been who've been great in helping us to to really um, support our our work on R and D like um, here in in Germany Figa um, a German company has been a great partner um, helping us to to be innovative and they've been really a critical partner enabling us to to scale our work on also and on wash and MHM education to to the impact I was telling you now um, and those are then partners who really you know understand that you know it's not just about giving people money for for implementation but also for for doing these experiments mm -hmm. where where you do not always kind of like the, the the road to the perfect goal is not always a straight one no it is um yeah but also like partners like 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 procter and gamble you know like from from whom um through the conversations with whom we've been we've been learning a lot um and and where again like we have we have like really really interesting conversations about how potentially could one integrate um, corporate partners also in education tools to turn that into business models? So, yeah, there's there's absolutely a lot of exciting work um, in in the pipeline. Yeah, and 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 lastly, um, 
an action plan hmm. that that is really like imagine you know i'm super inspired by the story mm. of washington Nighting and everything and i think imagine the listeners really wants to pick up on this mm-hmm. um they really want to uh do something mm-hmm. uh kind of similar to washington Nighting. so mm-hmm. i would like you to uh, uh tell them what's the first step for them to do what should they do what's the action plan for them well, I, let, let me let me ask that question. Answer the question like in in, in, in two ways. Um, I think um, one, you know, like um, you could rather than you know like doing something similar, you could kind of like um, team up with us and and find ways, you know, like to help us kind of like um, co- um, make our social impact bigger and contribute to that. And um, one very simple way to do that is. Um, 28 May is Menstrual Hygiene Day. Follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, use your voice um, to, to help um, raise awareness and break the silence around the taboo issue on um, off menstruation. Um, that would be great. Um, if you feel to even do more, I mean, like you guys are chaos pilots, right? Yeah. Um, you have a, a, a cool school, you have a building there. I would be very excited to see you guys um, celebrate Menstrual Hygiene Day in style. What can you guys come up with? You got all the tools to do something exciting. <laughs> Show us the pictures. We're, ga- we're gonna amplify it on our digital channels. Yeah, I'm going to. This is my challenge to you guys. Yeah. Um, hey, if you if you want to do more than that. Um, Show, send me your CV, tell me what you can do, and let's see if you can volunteer. Um, or, and that's, that's really, you know, like um, an even bigger challenge. Um, I, I talked about this big, kind of like big, hairy, difficult challenge um, of, of building, building business models around um, education and menstrual hygiene management education. Um, some of the best brains um, to, to sh- think about such issues with are sitting there at Chaos Pilot. You want to work with us on solving that? Philip has my number. Yeah. And and besides <laughs> that, I mean, like what what I um, what I can really recommend if um, you want to start a separate um, initiative or you you even starting to think about it. I mean, like um, one key thing to to always have in mind is like really, you know what really is like the impact I want to generate. And to be clear about that, um, you have to be very clear about like, how do you measure success? Because as the saying goes in the development sector, you treasure what you measure. Mm -hmm. That's what you're gonna do, that's what you're gonna be strengthened with. Um, All the the other lofty, nice ideas, um, you know, when the going gets tough, they're gonna fall off the table. So be very, very clear what you want to measure, how you de- define your success. Um, um, John Durr's book, Measure What Matters. Highly recommended. Highly recommended about um, object- objective and key results. It's, it's like extremely, extremely helpful um, to, to structure thinking, to, to, yeah, to, to kind of like to get into the whole mindset of like, um, measuring and, and, and trying to, to set out a course where you kind of like have concrete measurable milestones yeah. where you then kind of like can, can really kind of like measure for yourself and see yourself whether you are being on track and whether you can, where you can also constantly remind yourself, you know, like, am I doing something I like to do now or am I doing what I need to do? Mm. 
because there's so many things you know like that you will have to do that you don't like to do yeah i face that every day <laughs> <laughs> but you have to do them right yeah so of course <laughs> <laughs> no um it's a it's a it's a great book yeah you know it's been an absolute pleasure for mm -hmm. me to interview you Tosten. it's been mm -hmm. absolutely amazing i uh, i'm so inspired and i think the listeners will be very inspired listening to this as well thank you so much philip it was a great pleasure having you here and um if that is a serious invitation to come to cow pilot yeah it's a cow pilot um <laughs> i'll take you up for it of course <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much thank you <laughs>